0: Out of breath in the race of lies And I won't look you in the eyes I seem dandy, I seem fine Suffocating here inside Breathe in, breathe out God, that sound I breathe in Breathe out I give oxygen a try Breathe the air where God resides And I don't trust you like I'd like But at these rocky mountain heights Breathe in Breathe out for God, that sound Breathe in, breathe out Breathe in, breathe out For God, that sound
1: Do not know. I
2: know. That's right
1: now. I know. I will keep you advised, but right now oh there's a fire going on. Somebody's burning a bunch of stuff in their backyard.
2: Oh that's good.
1: Maybe it's a body. (laughs) Probably. No one's gonna care. I mean who's gonna investigate? The police can't come out there quickly.
2: (laughs) Police won't come out unless The crime is still ongoing.
1: Right, I mean, I guess I could call, but I think there's just, like, trash and stuff, which seems healthy for the environment. You're the reason we're in this situation now, dude.
2: Well, actually, that was people eating bats, but, um...
1: Partially, oh, they went a dog. There's a lot of activity in my backyard right now. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least that's visible in my backyard. (laughs) Yeah. So, um... Yeah, no. I, I don't know. I will keep you abreast of the situation as it progresses.
2: Well, I was wondering if like she'd already canceled or something. Or if you knew like what the plan was, like if they were gonna meet somewhere or not what? not not yet. But if you need somewhere to go, you can come here. But, like, <laughs> I
1: appreciate that.
2: No one's gonna come, show up, so I mean <laughs>
1: So, well, yes. Um, how was working from home this week? Terrible. Yeah.
2: Oh. We're closing the quarter, and I've never done that before.
1: Oh yeah, you you were mentioning that. Not looking forward to that.
2: Yeah. So I'm like, what's the thing to do? To do. I, don't want to do it. <laughs> I got dog hair in my eye.
1: That sounds right.
2: Well, so I was trying to get up, and Floyd. Decided to climb into my lap and I tried to push him and of course we were on the couch so like You don't have where,
0: leverage like,
2: No, and I was like right where the and I was wearing my sleeping bag Because it was easier because I put the blanket down so he can't get hair on the thing. Blanket Yeah, yeah. Uh, And I started to slide and he took advantage of that and decided he wanted to sit on my <laughs> chest <laughs> So I started to sleep like
0: Why? <sighs>
2: he thought I was gonna leave because like I guess he thought it was like time to go to work, so he was like, Oh, you can't leave.
1: Yeah, that sounds plausible, I guess. I mean well, well,
2: he's so used to me being home now. If he thinks I'm leaving, he's like, What? No.
1: Yeah, I know. I warned That's you about this. Did I not text you this a couple weeks yeah, like a I week know, ago? I know.
2: Like he freaks out now when he thinks I'm leaving. He's like, No. Yeah, you I told go you nowhere. This. I can't walk into the kitchen without him freaking out and following me.
1: I mean, that's not very different than doorbell. He followed you everywhere.
2: Yeah, but like now he's like running after me, and it's not just like. Oh. And then he stands in the doorway and stares at me. He like watches everything I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: kind of creepy. Oh, dogs! I'm so
2: soccer p- in my own house.
1: They're so pure.
2: Yeah, that's weird.
1: I mean. I don't know. I think it's kind of sweet. I guess I would be weirded out by it. Don't worry. Like, like as somebody who doesn't have to deal with it, it's it sounds sweet, but
2: it's sweet. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, I need space from you, <laughs> and I can't well, really know where to go.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, I guess should we get get this get this gravy train started? Okay. I
2: so I yeah. met with my new doctor On the phone for like 10 minutes Yeah video call, she's like, okay, hi, I'm Dr. whatever the heck her name is, Dr. Carol something She's like, okay, so what medication were you on? And I'm like, I told her, and she goes, okay, that matches the chart, I'll refill it See you in six months <laughs> Okay Fair Oh, enough. that was easy Yeah, that was so easy. my prescription was in like within an hour and a half, I was like, awesome I haven't picked it up yet, but I'm going to venture out into the world today and do that, I guess.
1: Sounds smart.
2: CVS. I figure it won't be too crowded in there because it's...
1: I mean, you could also probably do the drive through
2: Yeah, but I want to see if they have anything that I want, like Zyrtec and stuff. So.
1: Oh, gotcha. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, I couldn't find any at the store. The fire's going good now. Bodies?
1: I don't know. I think it was just a bunch of cardboard and stuff. He's burning oh, yeah. some brush.
2: Oh, I have a ton of cardboard. I should start a fire.
1: Do you have a fire pit?
2: I can move it. We have one.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you have one, then yeah. And you want to burn it.
2: I mean, it's a big... Like, he made one, like, out of bricks and stuff. He right. He asked me not to burn it where it is. Because it'll kill the trees. But, like, I guess I could move it. Yeah. He said I could.
1: Yeah. I mean, sit out there with the fire going. uh some...
2: fire, fire, fire.
1: Some some delicious beverage.
2: Whole bottle of Baileys.
1: I mean, this is pink lemonade, but. Oh.
2: God, what is with you and the pink lemonade lately?
1: Well, I bought like um. <laughs> I bought a big package of like flavor things. Oh, I got yeah. pink. Le- I got pink lemonade and fruit punch, and I'm like alternating between the two. So last week I had pink lemonade. And then throughout this week, I had fruit punch, and I just opened up the pink lemonade again.
0: Wow! Oh. So I you had, just
1: missed the fruit punch portion I, of I my life. I
2: had this like water flavor thingy that I tried a couple days ago. So I grabbed it because it said limeade. That was like the big words, limeade. So it's yeah. apple cider vinegar limeade. Oh! You know what it tastes like? Vinegar. Straight up vinegar.
1: <laughs> yeah, that doesn't it sound like good. It
2: too. It was but, terrible, but I drank doesn't it. doesn't
1: sound good.
2: It, it flavored my water bottle for two days. Ugh. It's
1: 116
2: Ugh. ounces of vinegar.
1: That's why Flavoring. I use cups. That's why I use cups for the nah. for the flavored stuff. No. no, no, no. Only straight water goes in my water bottles.
2: When I wash it, it normally doesn't matter, but...
1: No. Yeah.
2: Okay. That's how we're so- going to start.
1: Yeah, so anyway everybody, this is Grandma Tell Me a Scary Story. I'm Jeff. Hey.
2: Rachel, I guess, today.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm. And uh this is our third episode in isolation mode. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. So we've got Come I on. think <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'm sure.
2: I think I've been here longer than that.
1: Yeah, possibly. <laughs> Listen, I saw something. I saw something yesterday that made me chuckle. It was, the days are no longer marked by hours. It's either coffee time or alcohol time. There is no in between.
2: But I don't drink either of those things.
1: I don't know what to say for you then. I don't drink coffee, and I'm actually not drinking alcohol this month. I've decided to try to do that. Go. Oh, my without- hair
2: so strong in my eyes.
1: <laughs> so um, I am covering a very famous. Scottish duo by the name of Burke and Hare. Cool. And you are covering? I'm
2: going to cover a cult that I've never heard of before.
1: Oh, I'm excited now.
2: And I actually can't tell you what the cult is called because I don't know. Oh, that's fun. I couldn't find the name of the cult. Um, Oh,
1: interesting.
2: But uh, the cult leader called himself Black Jesus. I like it. So well, we were talking about Black Jesus.
1: That was an adult swim show.
2: Was it really? Yeah. So it,
1: it was.
2: was it was robot chicken? Is that a, a thing?
1: I mean, there was robot chicken, which was hilarious.
2: Okay, I don't. I never watched it. I'm just. I'm. Still oh yeah. think
1: of. Yeah, robot chicken was a thing. It's. It was hilarious. I enjoyed it a lot. Obviously, I mean, not. It's not obvious, I guess. But anyway,
2: Obviously. yeah. Obviously.
1: So, I think you went first last week, so I think it's my turn to go first okay. this time.
2: Okay, me.
1: So, uh, Burke and Hare. They were a dynamic duo from Edinburgh, Scotland. Okay. And over a 10-month span in 1928 to ni- 1829, they killed 16 people. Okay, wait, say those years
2: again? 1828 to
1: 1829
2: i got it i i don't know what i heard anyway
1: yeah so um and they sold those bodies of those people to a dr robert knox for dissection in his anatomy classes oh
2: yeah okay yeah yeah i I know what you're talking about i like these guys well i don't (laughs) like them (laughs) i'm not even gonna rephrase it i like them it's fine
1: okay well Um, Then, as you may know, during this time frame, anatomical study was very popular and a demand for corpses um, was so high that the legal means of getting them outpaced the demand for them. So, um, that was partially because back in those days, the only corpses that could be used for dissection were people that died in prison, were suicides, or were... um, from foundlings, which were children abandoned by their parents, and orphans. I'm not really sure what the difference between those two are, because my understanding of an orphan is that it's your parents either abandon you or aren't around physically.
2: I mean, well, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, like, what I think orphan, I think like your parents died. Um, I, I mean, but- I
1: guess, but I, I think the same thing could be said. You know, if you just leave your kid at the step of an orphanage. You aren't dead. You just yes, decided no, you didn't want no, them so abandoned you abandon them.
2: Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I just, I think...
1: I don't know. Maybe that was the distinction back then. Foundlings were parents who were still alive but didn't, like, want the kid or couldn't take care of them versus an orphan, which was somebody whose parents did die and there was nobody to take care of them. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I mean, being an orphan means your parents have... Both of your. you have no parents isn't like they died, I think, right?
1: I mean, to me, the it's well, a distinction... To me, it's, it sounds like tomato, tomato. Because if your parents don't want you and they give you up, that isn't it the same thing as they, they aren't. You know, I don't know. We don't need to get into the semantics of what.
2: No, I don't know. I'm just. Saying that's <laughs> no, what I
1: know. I thought. No, I mean you're probably not wrong, but I'm just thinking like, in reality, there's not much of a difference between the two.
2: No, there's not. Um, doesn't really. I don't think that's the important part of the story.
1: No, it's not. No, that's that's. Not, I think so. Um, so because of this uh body snatching was a fairly common occurrence <laughs>
2: Sorry. It just makes me think of invasion of the body snatchers like you know the black and white
1: uh horror movie
2: yeah I like that well, one.
1: We'll, we'll put that in quotes because I don't know if it was necessarily a horror movie like well, it was like did, a by those sci-fi movie yeah
2: one of the ogs of horror kind of yeah. more sci-fi really but
1: <clears throat> yeah so yeah this was such a like, a common thing that families actually took measures to prevent looters from stealing uh, the loved one's remains because apparently it wasn't illegal to steal a body back then as the body didn't belong to anybody. Mm. But if there were, like, if, like, the police investigated what? and they found, like, possessions on the cadaver, then charges could be filed. Right, because
2: right. grave robbing is was illegal.
1: Right, grave robbing was legal, but looting bodies, like, body snatching wasn't.
2: So okay, so you can leave. So you had to take all the, the the stuff off and leave yeah. that there in the grave, but take yeah. the body.
1: Yeah, my guess is what you had that's to do fine. is maybe you had to like once you got the body, you like took off all of their clothes and like threw it back into the grave, and then put the body on like a cart or whatever. I don't know.
2: Well, yeah, that's fine. Take the body. No one cares about
1: yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So two um pretty common measures to stop this were to hire a guard who would you know just kind of watch over. cemetery until any of the recent bodies that were buried there were too decomposed to be of use to anybody. Or they would put the coffin inside of a metal cage, so, like, you could theoretically get into the coffin and open it up, but you couldn't actually, like, get the body out.
2: That sounds fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) My goodness, like a shark cage? Like...
1: Yeah, basically. (laughs)
2: I don't know, it just...
1: No, that's 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 the vibe I got too from it. Um, so this all started um, for Burke and Hare when a lodger in Hare's home died, and um, his good buddy Burke told him to sell the body because the lodger owed Hare that month's rent, basically.
2: Oh.
1: Yeah, it was basically a hey, he owes you money. Sell his body, get it back. Okay. okay yeah yeah um so Hare did this and got himself uh 10 pounds and seven shillings which i looked this up equates to about 700 pounds today
2: dang
1: so yeah not an not a small amount of money but i don't know if it, i feel it'd be worth digging up a body or killing people for it you know i don't know but that's just me i guess
2: I mean, yeah, I don't think it'd be worth it to me, but... (laughs)
1: Um, Which I did find out was apparently below market value at the time.
2: Oh, they got ripped off.
1: Yeah, the the actual prices ranged from 8 pounds a body in the warmer months, where, you know, they decompose quicker, to 10 pounds in the cooler months, because, obviously, they decompose slower. Nice. So, um... So, yeah, that wasn't actually their first murder. I mean, obviously they didn't murder the guy. He died of an illness. Um, so their first murder came about when another lodger there became ill, and Hare was so concerned that nobody would rent a room from him because this guy was chronically ill. So he and Burke killed him and, again, sold the body to Knox, who did give them the full amount this time around.
2: Nice.
1: So, you know, they, I guess they got better at negotiating. Uh, So, and then they continued this over that span of 10 months until their last victim was discovered by one of the other lodgers, and the police were contacted. Um, Examination of that victim revealed that she was most likely suffocated, but forensic science being what it was at the time, they couldn't really determine a conclusive cause of death. Right. Uh, Burke was tried, found guilty, and hanged. Hare... Um, turned state's evidence and was given full immunity for his crimes. What? Yeah. Uh, actually, so was Hare's wife. Hare's wife, because he couldn't testify against her, was also given full immunity, and the two of them, like, didn't really walk free. But you know, they didn't get hanged, like Burke. Uh, Burke's wife was tried and acquitted, but not proven. Um, which basically means that they couldn't prove that she was guilty but if new evidence came to light they could retry her for these crimes. Hmm. Um, and these murders did pave the way for the passage act of the or the passage of the Anatomy Act to 1832. Uh, so that's the basic background and story and now I'm going to kind of get into a little bit more detail about the two men and then the murder spree in general.
2: Yeah. About
1: the dad. Yeah, I know what you. I want to know what you want to know about. <laughs> so it's it, it was I found really interesting is that Burke, by all accounts, was considered to be a jovial and righteous man. Oh, uh, it said that he entertained his, um, you know, lodgers with song and dance while he was cobbling shoes because he was a cobbler.
2: Right,
1: and other people actually said that they could often see him holding, come walking around with a Bible. Um, and Hare, on the other hand, is seen as kind of an uncouth character, um, so I guess the, I guess the, I guess the theory is that he kind of helped, he kind of convinced Burke to join him on this devious plot to kill and sell bodies, and then turned on his friend to save his own skin. So, you know, friendship goals.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, if we're not murdering our best friends, we might as well murder with them.
1: Right, Yeah. Um, So as stated earlier, their uh, first kind of foray into the body-selling business was when one of Hare's lodgers died from an illness back then known as dropsy, and today it's known as edema. Uh, Once again, he owed Hare money for lodgings provided, and he called his good friend Burke, and Burke said, hey, well, why don't we sell the body to recover the monies owed? So basically, the body was put into a wooden coffin, and it was given all the burial rights and stuff like that. And then at night, the two men um, dug him up, took the body, and fled to Edinburgh to find a purchaser where they were set up with Dr. Knox at a uh, university. And as they were walking out of the university with their um, seven pounds, the assist- one of the assistants told the gentleman that they'd happily take any other bodies that they could provide
2: yeah uh-huh. nice yeah incentive to uh murders and people, I guess.
1: yeah, yeah, so the first murder, uh, according to most people uh took place in Wim- and there's some discrepancy on who was the first. There was a debate that it was either a Miller or a salt seller that resided in Hare's house. Uh, most do agree that it was the Miller since he was the he suffered from a chronic fever. Uh, which kind of drives the story that their actual first murder was a guy who was frequently ill, so uh, how they did it is they got him really drunk and smothered him with the pillow.
2: Hey, sis, why you don't drink
1: and um so Hare held the pillow over the guy's face, and then Burke would like just kind of like sit on top of the body so it couldn't so he couldn't struggle. Um, and the men got 10 pounds for the corpse at this time because it was in the winter, so it was nice and fresh. And this is kind of where historians differ on the sequence, but I don't really think it matters as to who they killed next. It just matters that they, um, during the next 10 months, killed indiscriminately, and what they would do is they would um, pretty much do what they did with the first guy. They'd get him really drunk, so he passed out, They'd smothered with the pillow. I think they alternated who did what. So I think some days it was Hare who held the body down, some days he held the pillow. Um, and as stated, you know, with forensic science being so poor at this time, there's really no way to discover how the killings occurred.
0: Right.
1: Or even that there was a murder. Um, so ironically, at least I thought it was ironically, their the their second to last victim or their penultimate victim almost undid them uh it was a local baker not big not baker beggar beggar um
2: baker, beggar.
1: yeah yeah um he uh so once again they they got him drunk smothered him um you know they brought the body to the university and some of the students there recognized him as the local beggar
2: right i remember that part
1: but the doctor was like no no it's fine whatever and he actually kind of bumped him up in the dissecting block so that way it'd be like well too late now he's already been oh my gosh yeah yeah the- yeah the doctor kind of buffed the line was like Ch-ch-ch-ch. um so,
2: like you totally know something's going on because you just
1: no yeah he didn't care I mean
2: he right. was like because and-
1: like, you know I guess he was able to separate himself from the fact that hey these guys are murdering people but they're they're doing a progression of mankind's knowledge of the body. So, you know, net neutral. Yeah. Fine. Eh. Not so, a big deal. Right. So, um, yeah, he dissected the beggar before anybody could really look into it. And finally, 10 months and 15 murders later, we come to their final victim who um, was actually. But it it sounded like it was a cousin of Burke's wife. Not a close cousin, I guess.
2: I guess not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she she came into town and they had her at the lodge or whatever. And they asked two lodgers who were there to, you know, kind of just stay away for the night and come back in the morning because they wanted to spend time with their family and just have a grand old time. Oh. Uh, the lodgers came back during the night, you know, while the woman was still alive, you know, to see them all, you know, drinking, singing, and dancing. And it was just a nice, nice, warm family sight. So they took the belongings they needed for the night and left. Nice. After they left for the final time, the, uh, the two men killed her um, in their usual fashion and hid the body away. So that they could transport it, I guess, the following evening. I guess the following evening, because I think they got to her a bit too late during the day, during the night. So that was like the day was coming. So, like, we can't get to Edinburgh under the cover of darkness. You know, somebody might find us. It's too risky. Um,
0: Right.
1: So the uh, two lodgers came back, and one of the women, one of the woman lodger, basically found the body in her room or found clues that led her to the body, like, in her room.
0: Nice.
1: And she ran off to call the police. Uh, Burke's wife ran out of the house to try and stop her. She tried to bribe the lodger, um, which didn't work. And the police found the body of the woman in Knox's dissection room, raring to go for getting cut up. All right. Yeah. Um, So the, the two men were charged with murder. Uh, Knox, while well deemed a character with no morals, was not criminally liable.
2: Oh, right. You just, you know.
1: Yeah, you're, you know, it's disgusting how you got these bodies. Like, it's clear that you should have known how these were coming about. You should have cared a little bit, but you didn't. So, uh, you know, you've got no morals, but you didn't do anything other than, ki- other than do it. You did what you did after they were dead. You didn't have any real active part in killing them, so whatever. yeah. Um, so, and the big problem that they really had was they had a body for, obviously, the final victim, but not for the other 15.
2: Right, because they were dissected.
1: Right, so they, they really needed a confession to get those other charges to stick. So they separated the individuals involved, and Hare was the first one to leap at the deal of, well, I'll give you a full confession to everything if I get immunity for my crimes. And... They said, yeah, sure, you know, we we really just need to get somebody off the streets. We need somebody to basically hang for this. Of course. Um, So as stated, he couldn't testify against his wife, so she was also granted immunity for the crimes. Because, I mean, even though they weren't doing the actual killing, they were clearly complicit.
2: Right, right.
1: Um, So what's interesting, or at least what I thought was interesting, is the trial went on – for 15 hours straight like they didn't break for a lunch or dinner or anything like that
2: oh,
0: because wow. I guess
1: I guess back then the idea was that if you stopped a trial midway through the proceedings there was some sketchy going on
2: oh okay. so the
1: tri- yes yeah, so the trial concluded at 8 30 a.m on Christmas morning nice and within an hour a guilty verdict was returned good good yeah Um, And as previously stated, um, this murder galvanized the world into passing the Anatomy Act of 1832, which provided that bodies recovered from workhouses could be used in dissection if they were not claimed within 48 hours. Um, So today, um, there's a museum where you could actually see Burke's body on display. Oh. Um, Because after he was hanged, one of the uh, doctors... Had him dissected and preserved as a bit of uh, poetic justice, I guess, for the fact that that's what he would do to people is he'd kill them and then ship them off to be dissected.
2: Yeah, that's still really gross.
1: And um, apparently there's also a book in the same museum, probably probably near the same exhibit piece, that's apparently made out of the skin from Burke.
2: Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I knew that part. Um, (laughs) the skin book yeah that's that's a lot Uh,
1: actually also apparently there was um, the phrase Birking came about which is where you would do what they did where you'd get somebody really drunk and kill them by smothering them like they got a phrase
2: at the time um, I mean like I want a phrase but I don't think that's what I want
1: (laughs) you don't think that's how you want to get it
2: no I don't think so
1: uh, what's wrong with you (laughs)
2: I don't know. That's um, not one I strive for. (laughs) (laughs) Oh jeez. That's what I want to be known for. Killing people after they're drunk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's Um, a creepy skin skin book thing. Now that's that's a different one. (laughs) Sounds like something I need on my mantelpiece.
1: Yeah, along with your creepy creepy dolls.
2: You know what? My dolls are kind of cute. A book made of skin, not so much.
1: Whatever you say, man. Whatever you say. So.
2: Which would you rather me have? A book that is made with someone else's skin? <laughs> or some old dolls?
1: Um. You know, I really would probably rather you did have either, but... Okay, I guess that I can't... wasn't the option. Well, you should not let me have that option, then.
2: I said which one, not this, that, or the other.
1: Listen, I substitute your reality and place put my own.
2: Well, okay, but if you ever become my roommate, the dogs are staying.
1: <laughs> Fine, they're staying in your room.
2: No, that's not how that works. I don't okay. want them in my room. <laughs>
1: they're not quite in the common area if I'm there. <laughs>
2: uh, yes, they are. Nope. Wood, nope. Dolls. Candles. Uh, These are things that you can't avoid. Oh,
1: Ask Okay, I'm out. I'm out. Clitter, you lost me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the skin bug. Bring you yeah. back
1: in. Yeah. So that's uh that's really all I got for Burke and Hare. Okay. Sounds um, good. Yep, they were the true they were the true best friends forever until the police came knocking and that hair turned like a little little snitch. Oh, that is one thing I actually did want to bring up. So after Hare and his wife were released, they had to they had to escape like three times from separate different inns like that they were staying at to get back to their homes. Like the police had to like send out like decoy stage coaches to get mobs to like stop from like killing them. They had to escape out windows, don disguises.
2: Oh geez.
1: And pretty Maybe much just
2: you shouldn't kill people. I don't know.
1: And pretty much after that though, they like after they finally got away like the second or third time, they disappeared into anonymity. So
2: you know, I thought
1: that was I thought that was funny. I was like, wow, okay.
2: I mean, yeah, I've heard of stuff like that, though. Yeah,
1: I mean, it didn't, didn't surprise me, but...
2: Oh. No. Yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah, that is uh, Birkin hair in a nutshell.
2: And a book made of skin.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and a brief, brief, brief sinewy story. <laughs> yep <laughs> okay all right well that is that so we will um get a quick word from our sponsors I guess and then we will proceed with uh the fun call of black Jesus yes all right well and I guess we'll go to break here
0: yay <laughs>
1: All right, now we're back.
2: Yeah, uh, my headphones keep falling out. You're about a day. So.
1: not
2: usually too small to hold them in.
1: But did you like work with your big headset to see like if like you're over your over-ear headset to see if that would like fix it at all?
2: No, I didn't try that yet. You no. Know, oh. I I don't know. I was still <laughs> under the impression that Wednesday was Monday, so until the end of Wednesday, so. That's My fair. time management has not been there this week.
1: Well, it's it's weird, you know? Like it's pretty much you wake up, like there's nothing to really mark the days anymore.
2: Yeah.
1: Like I honestly I also used to mark it with traffic. Like I was like, Oh it's Monday, the traffic's terrible.
2: I just I marked it by like going places. I had different yeah. activities every day. No. Well I mean I had work every day, but like I went and did other things, like this is the day I see my grandma or see my boyfriend or we record a podcast or I go to the gym on these days and like
0: Oh, uh, yeah.
1: No.
2: My daily nope. activities are not available.
1: The only real delineation I have right now is um about I work two days and then one day I, I go grocery shopping or do the laundry or play video games. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Great. Okay. So I guess so, it's my turn now.
1: It is. Black Jesus. Okay.
2: Well, so this one was researched really fast because um
1: You thought I, Wednesday was I, Monday I, until well,
2: that too. And also I thought I had done notes for this week and I was really proud of myself last night. <laughs> I was like, Yes, I'm gonna sit t- I'm gonna sit out on the porch, I'm gonna enjoy dinner and just like not do anything and then i went to like review my notes and i realized we had already done them because it was for last week's episode and i had not even picked a topic for this week yet (laughs) so yeah anyway all right so today i'm going to talk to you about a cult yeah Papua new guinea um and like i said i could not actually find the name of this cult And I looked at a lot of news articles, and it was always referred to as Black Jesus, which is, Black Jesus was actually what the leader of this cult called himself. Um, He was originally named Stephen Tari, or Terry. Um, So, yeah, we're going to talk about him for a minute. Um, He originally started studying to be, like, a Lutheran minister, um, and then he kind of just abandoned that. Unknown if he decided to leave school on his own or if he he might have been kicked out. Um, Not clear on that one.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But uh, then he decided to travel deep into the mountains of New, uh, Papua New Guinea or New Guinea. It's Papua New Guinea, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he was, wait, he was from Chicago, right? So he like up and fled the whole entire country.
2: Chicago? Mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I might be imagining that You said Chicago.
2: Did I he was born in Papua New Guinea. I I don't know. <laughs> what story am I talking about?
1: I think I think it was the fact that I was looking it up to see like I think I yeah. think that's what it was. I was looking it up and I saw somewhere. I don't know where I thought I saw Chicago. I don't
2: know. He was born in Papua New Guinea. Anyway, back to Papua New Guinea. Yeah, sorry, my uh, bad. Went into the mountains and he started his own religion and he began calling himself Black Jesus. He's no longer Stephen. He is now Black Jesus.
1: What was? Black Jesus?
2: Yeah, he's dead now. Um, we'll get to that part. Spoiler alert, he's dead. Um,
1: Whoa.
2: Sorry. <laughs> um, so, Wild. And, so this cult actually grew to about um, 6,000 or so members. Hmm. Uh, well, they had what they used the term flower girls um and these were young girls um underage children really who served as concubines for uh we're gonna call him cause I don't really wanna call him black users
1: that's uh, gross Steven
2: and the other cult leaders um and he claimed to have about 430 of these flower girls that's gross it is gross um so they did okay so what Depending on what where you were looking and reading, like a lot of this is speculation because obviously he denied like most of this.
1: Oh well, yeah. I wouldn't have um, to anything.
2: But especially I if I was a lot of um their like rituals were either like human sacrifice and cannibalism.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I saw that <coughs> excuse me, they um yeah, they, they practiced a very ritualistic and like
2: Yeah almost, along like, with A lot of, um, assault and whatnot. But, yeah, there's a lot of sacrifice and, uh, cannibalism and
1: such. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, so, let's see. October 2006, uh, Stephen and members of his cult, um, were involved in a ceremony with, uh, 13-year-old Rita Herman. And Rita's own mother is actually the one who offered her up to Stephen. So, mom of the year award apparently goes to, uh, Mrs. Herman. Mrs. I don't know if she's married or not, whatever. Uh, no, so- I
1: think, oh, no, maybe, no, we did already give it to somebody else. We already gave Mom of the Year Award to somebody else. Okay. Yeah, Rosemary West.
2: Oh, yeah, okay, well, so 2006 Mom of the Year Award goes to uh, Ms. Herman.
1: Okay, we're, we're backdating 2020 yeah. Mom of the Year Award goes to Rosemary West, because that's, okay. that's when I discovered her.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay, so um, during the ceremony, Stephen, um, raped... And then stabbed Rita to death. Because why not? Um And then it's also reported that both Stephen and um, her- Rita's mother actually like ate her flesh. Basically, they ate her, and then they drank her blood.
1: Did they say why?
2: No. They both actually deny even having done this, but that's
0: oh. what Durfant says.
2: So whether or not they again of well, this is speculation because there's not a lot um, to go on here. Yeah. But, of course, you would deny it because why would you admit to doing that? So, I'll see here. Uh, next October. Yeah, yeah, October 2007. Yeah. Sorry, I was counting one. It's hard. It's a big number. Um, there was a set of villagers that decided um that they didn't like you know, this whole cult thing.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: they attacked the uh, their, like, stronghold or base or whatever. Um, they, like, attacked Steven, carried him out to the jungle and uh, pretty much, like, beat him up and then tied him to a log and then called the cops. Um, and then he was convicted of, like, four counts of rape but he wasn't actually charged with murder. I don't hmm. know how he got off on that one. And then on uh, March 21st, 2013, so he's been in jail for a minute, um, he escaped along with 49 other inmates.
1: Oh, prison break.
2: Yeah, um, and he escaped, like, prior to his trial, and he was actually helped with um, by this Lutheran pastor, Logan Sapus, huh. who had been assigned to his council, but he actually ended up being converted into Stephen's cult. So yeah, that happened.
1: You know, I'm really kind of <laughs> proud of Steven for being so charismatic. Like I don't like the guy, but you gotta what? respect the game.
2: Yeah, that's it's hardcore. Um, hate I don't the player, know. not
1: the game. Hate the player, not the game.
2: <laughs> anyway, uh, so they're back in the jungle now, and um, Steven ends up like cultivating this like honor guard. And gets all these new flower girls from remote villages, uh, promising them that they'll have all this wealth and everything in exchange for you know joining the the flower girls. Um, He enlisted, of course, only virgins, um, because you know he's whatever, Um, and some of them were as young as like eight years old. So you know, pedophile alert, as if we weren't already aware. Right. Uh, so then he ordered the destruction of rival Lutheran churches. He had something against the Lutheran church. Like, again, he is no longer practicing the religion. He has his own religion now, but Hey, yeah. I mean
1: I guess he was once burned, twice shy. I don't know.
2: Um, and then he would actually like terrorize, well, he, he would use his um, cult to terrorize nearby villages that did not submit to him. Mm-hmm. Um then in June of two thousand six, so we're going back a little bit here. Sorry. I didn't write this in order. Um
1: oh, nice for time traveling.
2: Yeah, sorry about that. I forgot. Like it just kinda stuck in there on the end. Um but like a bunch of like I think like fifty of his followers, including like thirty flower girls, had been like rounded up um and like they publicly renounced him and reconciled with their churches. Which is nice, I guess. I just forgot about them. So people were leaving, just not as many as... Should be. Right. This was after he'd been in uh, jail for a minute. Yeah. Uh, Before his escape. Or right... No. Wait. No. This is uh, right before (laughs) he went to jail. My bad.
0: Okay, this is...
2: Sorry, I'm confusing myself. I don't know why I wrote things out of order. Because you did these notes real quick. Yeah, that's probably right. Okay, so, um... Yeah, okay, I already talked about that. Okay, back to where we were. Okay. I got a little... Oh, so I forgot... Yeah, no, I totally wrote this out of order. It's so funny. Um, He had mentioned... Oh, actually, let's not say what he meant. His excuse for, like, why he did the things he did were very interesting.
0: Well
1: we gotta hear him then.
2: Yeah. So like his defense was that those women were flower girls and this was the work of men the minister and permitted by the religion. Like so he was okay it was okay to like kill them.
1: So typical typical cult leader, you know, this was I'm I'm God's right hand on earth, so I can basically do whatever I want because he's telling me to do it.
2: Right. yeah. So sorry, That was like I think that was his first time. He goes to prison more than once. Yes. That was his first right. time. Um. Yeah, so April two thousand ten, it was reported that Stephen again. This was after he got. He went back to jail. He was caught again. Um. to October two thousand ten, he is um. Or no, April two thousand ten. That's when he attempted to escape. Um. And then he was caught again. Pretty quickly. Yeah. So, in October of 2010, he was uh, found guilty um, and sentenced to another 20 years in prison.
1: Oh, another 20 years. Okay.
2: Yeah. Did I do that right? Did I call over again? Bah, bah, bah. Okay, dead. My bad. <laughs> 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 Something. <laughs> oh, my God anyway he was in jail more than once let's just yeah. say that he got 20 years he escaped okay we're back on track sorry
0: wow.
1: okay hi
2: sorry i was wondering why this was getting i'm like wait a second this already happened <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness i confused myself okay he escapes right um goes back to doing what he was doing like i said so this is after his escape um in August, after his escape, um, there is a report. Police receive a oh. report um, that apparently a few days earlier,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Stephen had um, been killed. Oh no! Like they're like, oh um, yeah. So it turns out he was chopped to death by angry villagers. <sighs> That's so depressing. What, yeah, it's really sad. They didn't seem to care too much. Um, so the events leading up to this, of course, were after his. You know, one of his escapes. Um, This is August of two thousand thirteen.
0: Thirteen.
2: He was in a small village named Gal, or Gal, spelled Gal. Um, And he murdered a five-year-old girl, and then the next day attempted to kill another girl, an older girl, but still a child. Mm -hmm. Um, Then reported, like. Yeah, um, he had been planning to, I guess he was like trying to get a heli- hire like a helicopter to fly him to Israel.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so his followers bought a pig for this farewell feast that they were planning on Friday of the week that he murdered this child. Girl, and yeah. Of them. Um, but he ended up getting murdered on the Thursday before his feast. Oh. So like he was, I guess they just they, you know, they realized he had murdered this girl, sacrificed this girl, and they just all got together and were like, he's going down, um, going after him, and basically, um, murdered him. Well, you know, it's what you do. Yeah. So um, it's not really clear why he was trying to go to Israel or how he actually thought he could get there because it's like an eight thousand mile trip. So the I mean, helicopter wasn't gonna make it that far, but
1: no, but it would have gotten him a little bit closer,
2: right? Yeah, no. Um, so... I mean,
1: it could have gotten him there. He just would have had to stop, refuel, and all that fun stuff.
2: Yeah, it's true, but I mean, I don't know that he even actually had a helicopter.
1: Oh, that's unfortunate.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, but he said after the attack and murder. Um, the villagers had enough, and yeah. on the cops this time because apparently that wasn't working, they just killed him themselves. Um, and they buried him in a pit in the jungle. Good, yeah. So, I mean, it's a weird
1: little, little late to the party, guys. But good job, you finally got there.
2: I know, I don't know, like, it's very odd. Like, I don't know how he had like 6,000 members, but yes. I mean, he converted his lawyer guys, or his counselor, so...
1: Yeah, that's why I'm like, the guy was obviously very charismatic. Like, I don't hate him for that. I hate what he did with it, but...
2: Yeah, um, so I'm not really sure how many people they ended up... I mean, there, there was some murder going on. Um, he himself yeah, murdered a few people. I'm not really sure how many other people... I had a really hard time finding a lot of information on this. yeah. Uh, It was mostly about, like, most of the articles I found were actually about him getting murdered himself.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I mean, that's what people (laughs) want to hear about. They don't want to hear about the before part.
2: Right. um, So, yeah. And I wrote some of this stuff out of order because I'm a genius. I don't know. Um,
1: Hey, you know, that's, that's that's how my notes start out. They start out of order, and then I...
2: Don't Try know, to organize just, them. Read, um,
1: you know, how many times have I lost my place during an episode? Yeah, you're, yeah, seeing, you're okay. You're okay. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. You're okay.
2: Okay. But, so one of my favorite parts about this, so like um, the one, like when the villagers caught him, like the first time when like, they sent him to jail and like they tried, tied him up, like tied him to a tree and whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: One of the villagers actually had to climb a tree to obtain cell phone service to call the cops. Because, like, that's how far, like, they're out, you know, like, in this remote...
1: Yeah, that's how far out they are. Like, you gotta... Yeah.
2: So, it's... So, I mean, I can kind of understand, um... The I kind of understand the
1: logic of, whole yeah, let's just get them ourselves.
2: Right. I mean, I have a feeling that happens more often than not, because...
1: Yeah, I mean, the police probably were thinking, like, you know, this is going to be a pain in the neck to get to. Let's deal with more, quote, I guess, like, urgent or closer calls than...
2: Well, this they didn't one. even call the cops right away. No, what I'm saying,
1: but if they did, oh, well, that time,
2: know. yeah. But I mean, like, because you know, escaping from prison and whatnot is fun. But um,
1: yeah, that's okay.
2: Yeah. So no, I just that's I don't have a lot about that one. Um, it was really hard to find things. That's okay. That's mean, okay. Yeah. yeah. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. I no. Never heard of that at all.
1: No, I. Like I. Like I said, the only time I'd really heard of Black Jesus was from the uh, Adult Swim show. I didn't watch it, but... Because basically it was the typical Jesus that we all think of, but he was Black, instead of how it's usually portrayed him being as, you know, more Anglo-Saxon looking.
2: Okay. But
1: anyway, that's
2: not important to the story. Not really, but... Oh, okay. So... He was So, it's still unclear whether or not he actually left the um, school or not on his own or if he was kicked out, but there was some stuff that said, like, he, um, I think he, like, he was expelled for, like, theft, possibly. Oh, yeah.
1: Probably, maybe.
2: But they're not, it's not clear. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well. Okay, well, is
1: that... That's black Jesus in a nutshell. Okay. No, it's our lawn care people.
2: I was <laughs> like, "Who's vacuuming while I'm trying to record?"
1: No, it's a, it's the lawn care people. Oh my I was really hoping they would like power up like near near me, but they did.
2: Well, yeah, no.
1: I mean, he's walking away now, so we're good. Okay. Yeah.
2: Oh, oh, I forgot to mention um, Rita, the the girl that was m- murdered.
1: Yeah. The one but, that, like
2: he actually got charged with. Yeah. Um, her mom was apparently like queen of the flower girls.
1: Oh, okay. That explains why she gave yeah, her daughter up was then. she
2: promised she would be getting like goods and money.
1: Yeah.
2: As a reward. So like, yeah, you basically sold your sold, kid.
1: Sold. Yeah, you sold your kid. So two thousand six mom of the year.
2: Yeah, like I said, it's great. Yeah. yeah. Also, this cult apparently this type of cult, I don't know who came up with this name besides Wikipedia probably I wrote it down, but like it doesn't make any sense. They called it a Christian influenced cargo cult.
1: Yes, that's what I was I saw too. And the pre-first preference I did during the twenty minutes you've been talking about.
2: It. Right. I mean I have the definition pulled up, which I think is interesting, or part of the definition. Yeah, a belief system in a relatively undeveloped society in which adherents, okay that doesn't make sense for sure. practice superstitious rituals hoping to bring modern goods supplied by a more technologically advanced society like I don't really okay that's fine but um
1: yeah so basically I mean, instead something of praying I've never
2: heard of before
1: well instead of praying to the gods for rain they're praying to the gods for an iPad okay I mean, not exactly an iPad, but...
2: Right, that's just... I don't know, it's weird. Um, I wouldn't sacrifice people, though, for an iPad.
1: Right, but you don't live probably in Probably these... not for
2: any kind of Apple product, but... Um...
1: Yeah, but you don't live in a technological desert like them.
2: No, but I still wouldn't be...
1: I mean, I'm sure it wasn't for an iPad. It was probably more for, like, you know, uh, antibiotics or...
2: Right, still, Wait, not sacrificing or, people for any of it.
1: Or, you know, like, environmentally uh, resistant grain so they could grow food more easily I mean I'm not saying I'm not saying it's okay but I'm yeah I'm not saying it's okay I'm just saying like
2: no I I get it I get it I'm just saying uh there are a few like you could have your religious beliefs all you want but sacrificing people is not okay
1: all right is that going on the rules
2: no I'm just saying as a fact (laughs) okay then you're wrong
1: Okay, so that's not going on the rules.
2: Bad. <laughs> Bite me yeah. on it. Like <laughs> sacrificing people is bad.
0: Okay.
2: Um, anyway. Merch isn't ready yet because I have I don't know what day that
1: Okay, that's fine. So I but that's
2: falling that, apart. That, it's fine.
1: That's Black Jesus. Um in a nutshell. Yep. yep. I mean, I don't think we're really on the back end of business stuff. I don't think we're really worried about a lot of that right now. Let's try to just get through this uh, fun pandemic as much as we can. We'll kind of put all that stuff on pause, or at least
2: on the back burner, really, until the pandemic is over. Yeah. 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 Whereas my mom called me, um, I honestly I have no idea what day she called me. <laughs> one of those days that I go to work, or work from home. And I was driving to pick something up. I didn't make it there because she called me and then I wasted time talking to her instead of um, doing what I was supposed to be doing. So, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, but she called me and she just goes, so I've already decided this whole year sucks. I've written it off. It's just gonna suck. <laughs>
1: Oh well, yeah, I mean, in January we had World War Three, basically. I mean, we didn't really. the, th- the fear was that we were going to go to war with like Iran or something.
2: Oh right, I thought it was China.
1: No, uh, February Australia was on fire.
2: Right. Somebody told said something the other day to me about going to war with China. I, don't
1: I think that's going to be. I think that's going to be once this pandemic goes away because this. Some people think that or see this as an act of war on China because they apparently misled the World Health Organization. They you know they did everything they could to basically suppress news of this virus. Right. And then when we all found out they kind of tried to downplay it and say it wasn't as bad as it was. And then now we got this. So it's like you know you guys did everything you could to Basically, make sure the whole world got infected with this virus. when if you'd just been upfront and honest? Mm-hmm. We could have gotten ahead of this, and maybe, maybe while lots of places might be closed down, we could still like go to our actual offices, and we could. Yeah, I mean that's what some people say. I don't, I don't know. I don't know enough about it to really form in my opinion. But that's that's something I've heard. So, I
2: don't think war is a great idea either,
1: but okay. I mean, it's not. It's definitely not. There's other ways to, that we could punish China if we really feel the need to once this is all over. But um, let's not we're, – we're not a political podcast, so let's not get into
2: that. I don't really care what you do to that. That's
0: okay.
1: <laughs> so. All right. Well, that was this episode of Grandma's Tell Me a Scary.
2: Scary story. I really think you have the spider over in the corner, so that is a scary story right there. Um, very short, very true. There's a spider in the corner.
1: <laughs> well, then I guess let's uh, let's, <laughs> let's wrap this episode up so you can get away from the spider.
2: great.
1: <laughs> so um, if you have any cool or fun stories that you want to share about you know, ghosts or hauntings or anything like that, uh, hit us up at grandma, the podcast at gmail.com. You can find us at all of our great socials. Just type in Grandma the Podcast, and you should find us on the Twitters, the Facebooks, Instagrams, Grandma Tell Me Scary, and uh, have I missed anything?
2: You got it all. I don't even need to be here.
1: I mean, you do. Otherwise, it's just me reading off my notes, which just sounds like a book report.
2: I mean, I didn't even manage that today.
1: (laughs) No, I think you are a better book report presenter than I was. You, at least, you know, when I was in school and had to do a book report for other class, I always got like tongue tied and misplaced my notes.
2: Even on my notes, I was just talking and it was way out of order.
1: I know, but that's how book report presentations went, man.
2: Do you not remember these? Chapter 5 is where the book really starts. So I'm just going to start my report there and then we're yeah. going backwards. And, yeah, right. You and get, get it. Too to the end where everybody's dead and then I'll go back to how they got there. Yeah, you get it. You get it. I said, spoiler alert, he's dead. But um, yeah. I didn't think anybody was going to be too upset about it. so
1: Yeah. So. Anybody um,
2: even listens. Are you still alive?
1: Yeah. Uh, you could do that too. Just hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Just say, hey, we're still kicking. You we're
2: know, still listening. We
1: listen. We're still kicking. We're still listening.
2: I appreciate anybody that actually listens.
1: So yeah.
2: Well,
1: was so, now you listen. Yeah. No. All right. Well, on that note, uh, I've been Jeff.
2: I've been Rachel.
1: And this has been Grandma Tell Me a Scary Story.
2: All right. Good night. All right.
1: Good night, and see you next time, or hear you next time. I don't know. All right.
2: All
1: Bye. <laughs> Bye.
0: was my